Hello, foodies, and welcome to the Dining on the Dime podcast. We give you the latest foodie news, give you tips to help you save on monthly food budgets, and we'll throw in some recipes and cookie tips, too. Now, here are your hosts, Kevin Wilson and John Cole. Welcome, everyone, to the greatest podcast in the history of this great sport. My name is Kevin Wilson. John Howard Fusco. And Jim Hassan. Okay, John Howard Fusco is our special guest. He is the author of The Culinary Travels of Cape May, uh, available at your finest bookstores. Only the finest. And John, for our, our our friends in Hudson Valley, New York, John is actually going to do a whole segment on the wineries in Hudson Valley. Yeah, I want to talk a little bit about, about uh, the Hudson Valley region. Uh, I know you guys have been asking about that and talking yep. about it. Yeah. And I've been listening going... I can tell you a little this bit about it. This is fantastic. <laughs> so our friends, Hudson Valley, it's 1 o'clock on a Monday for you guys. Uh, John is going to take care of you in a second. Uh, Jim, uh, Chef Jim Hassan is the guy cooking your favorite meals at your favorite restaurants. He is the grill master. Restaurants, plural, because plural. Yeah, he's a grill master at Grubhouse Philly. Let me see if I can do a Jim Hassan quiz. Grill master at Grubhouse Philly. Uh, oyster shucker at uh, Royal Boucherie. Right. And his new job is working the grill, Moondog Grill. Flipping, in the, flipping burgers. Flip, which is, wow. And at the Morristown Mall, which is a fantastic spot. It's a good spot. We, I, real quick, we yeah. say that uh, John Cole is not being quiet today <laughs> because that's impossible. John, John told me John told me earlier in the week he needed the day off, so he has the day off. He's doing an event. Uh, let me just start the show off by letting our listeners know I've had a lot of emails this week. Uh, season one, we gave restaurant recommendations on all of our shows, 48 shows. Uh, the purpose of us doing a show with restaurant recommendations is because every year, 40 million people travel to the Pen uh, Philadelphia area, uh, tourists. Uh, the, the plan, the game plan with the business plan uh, that I shared with William Murray back uh, 15 months ago was I wanted to do a podcast that gave restaurant recommendations and I wanted to market it towards tourists. So if you go to our archives, you're not going to find season one. I have uh, made those shows only available through the uh, audio food tour at phillyrestaurantreviews.com. We're not trying to be mean to our regulars, but we're just trying to market those shows to tourists. Uh, but the good news for you is uh, season one, we gave the best recommendations for all the tourist sites, Liberty Bell area, everywhere in the city that uh, is populated with tourists. We put them on our audio food tour, and for just $5, if you have someone coming into Philly, for just $5, they can get the audio food tour, and they can put it on five different devices. So the average tour in Philadelphia is $40. Our tour is not going to give you uh, tourist traps, and you can put it on five different listening devices for just $5. So instead of paying $40, you are paying us 5 And we're not going to give you tourist traps like the other tour, uh, food tours. Uh, out of 40 million people that visit uh, Philadelphia every year, there's a large majority that take food tours. So we're going to save you money. Uh, the average family of five using our food tour over the average food tour saves $195. You know, because it's $40 times five, we're charging five. So our food tour only comes to $1 a person because you can get five downloads. And uh, we cover every single spot. Uh, East Passchunk Avenue is the top 10 most visited uh, tourist area. We did a whole show about it. Reading Terminal Market, another high tourist attraction. We have restaurant recommendations, phillyrestaurantreviews.com. Now we're going to help out our friends in Hudson Valley, New York. Thank you for listening. Monday, 1 p.m., we're on every Monday. WMLD, download the app or simply tell Alexa, hey, Alexa, play WMLD. Uh, John, uh, John Howard Fusco, go ahead with your Hudson Valley wineries. So, anyway, so let's let's talk about the Hudson Valley region. So, even though I run a blog called Eating in South Jersey, for about twelve years of my life, I lived in North Jersey. Oh, the, that's great. The upside down, as some people may refer to it as, but uh, the not South Jersey. Um, so, anyway, for getting to Hudson Valley for us at the time uh, was easy. It was a very short trip. Um, the one thing that's really great about Hudson Valley region is the wine er wine areas. There are lots of wineries. It's a very old winery area. 
um, for wine tours. It's just fabulous, you know, and not to mention the scenery that you go to. It's a lot of rolling hills. It's it's beautiful. I mean, it really is a beautiful region. Um, I want to talk about Brotherhood Winery. So now this is the oldest continuously running winery in the country. It goes back to 1840. And I know what you're thinking. So, John, what did they do during Prohibition? <laughs> this is what they did during Prohibition. They were very smart. They hooked up with the Catholic Church, and they made sacramental wine. So they were able to kind of skirt that issue by working with the Catholic Church. Uh, so they go back to 1840. They're still making wines. Um, it's just a, it's a fabulous area to go and explore. Uh, Millbrook is a big winery there as well. Um, I remember we took a wine tour many years ago, and we're going up trying to find this one winery, and there's just these little signs as you're going up and up in this mountain, and just a little sign here, a little sign there, and you finally get up there, and this guy, just just him running the thing. It's a very small winery, but he had a lot to talk about, and uh, I think he was originally a Jersey guy, so <laughs> you never know who you're going to find. That's great. So um, definitely, you know, and for people who live in Hudson Valley, you, you probably already know this stuff. You're listening to me going, well, yeah, we know this, but... If you're, if you're looking to go to the Hudson Valley region, definitely seek out the wineries. You know, pick out two or three that to find. They're spread out all over the different counties, so they're not, like, really bunched up. You kind of have to drive a bit, but it's worth it because, especially this time of year, where the, the scenery is really beautiful. Um, I also want to talk about, because I know you guys have been trying to find out about what's, what's like, the signature dish of Hudson Valley. It's, it, right. seems like, it seems like cheese and crackers. <laughs> right, with wine. <laughs> so anyway, so, you know, I, I like to research because that's what I do. Yeah. Um, so I'm looking, I'm trying to find something. And funny enough, earlier this year, one of the local papers in Poughkeepsie wrote an article about, you know, what's the, what's the regional dish? You know, Binghamton has one. You know, Rochester has one. Buffalo has one. What's our regional dish? And what their answer was? We don't have one. Uh, <laughs> that's We're, great. We need the Price is Right sound effect. Yeah, right? That's great, though. So I'm reading this arm going, really? You don't have one? That's your answer? <laughs> so the closest thing, and it's funny because we were, we were, sure we were talking about the uh, Saturday Night Live skit. Um, right. Um, they said the closest thing they have actually would be cider donuts. Wow. I'll tell you what. I love those. <laughs> Which Binghamton also has, too. <laughs> that's great. See, I... When John Cole takes off, we bring in a human food cyclopedia. Go ahead, John. I think I, I, I am taking this as a challenge where John Cole and I need to go up there and then just create a region. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah sure. I think so. And uh, just to talk about you know, some of the areas, one area, if you, if you love food, one area to go to is, uh, is New Paltz. New Paltz is a college town. It's got a lot of great eateries, you know, upscale, casual kind of stuff. It's really a good place to explore. And, um, and when you hear it, go to the Mohonk Mountain House, which is a huge, massive Victorian old-style house. Um, it's got miles of um, oh, areas great. to go for if you want to go hiking. But the house itself is just amazing. You have to just look at it. <laughs> it's just things like they don't build stuff like this anymore. <laughs> and we're, we're just making sure everyone understands. We know the people in the Hudson Valley, our friends, uh, know about yeah. this stuff. But we're trying to encourage our listeners to get, you know, Yeah, explore. absolutely. Absolutely. Definitely yeah. Hudson Valley is, you know, you want to do a day trip, you want to do a few days there. It's definitely worth it. I know you guys have mentioned New Hyde Park. Yes. You know, we got the Culinary Institute of America. Yeah. You got the Roosevelt House. I mean, there's, there's so much stuff to do. Oh, I know. I, I think for a good section of, you know, Philly people, and not just Philly people, but like, the wine is enough to go up there. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, sure. without a doubt. Without a doubt. Yep. And that's the oldest winery in, in the oldest the... continuously running winery. So in other words, they never closed. Wow. That is awesome. Yeah. That is totally awesome. And we want to say hello to our good friends, WMLD. Uh, download the app or just simply say, hey, Alexa, play WMLD uh, every Monday at 1 o'clock. We are on in Hudson Valley, New York. So uh, let's get into foodie news. Or do you have more, John? Nope. All right. Let's let's do some foodie <laughs> news. Okay. I went to the pages of delish.com, and I found out some amazing uh, information. Uh, now, you are – Jim Hassan will love this. You can now buy an eight-pound jug of Frank's hot sauce at BJ's. I've you, seen – I. I've, I <laughs> That's like what, a, like two months worth. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> I I picked this one out for you guys. All right, you ready for this? Costco is selling an advent calendar with twenty four days, right? Right. right. 
with a can of beer behind each door instead of candy. <laughs> I love this. I, I love said, this I idea. Love, this is outstanding. So if you have an alcoholic in your family. Exactly. You know, like, you know the, the, the movies always portray like alcoholic dads to be these like violent and like hit. What about alcoholic dads like me that just like go on Facebook and Twitter? And <laughs> that sounds perfect for me, that ad. See, what I want to know is what actually what beers they have there. I mean, yeah, just, I didn't, I didn't yeah. look, but that's uh, that's a good point, John. <laughs> so that is found at Costco. I guess now, that's part of the surprise, right? <laughs> and here, you guys are gonna love this. Uh, very chic artisanal candies just announced a just announced a partnership with Aviation Gin, and what they're gonna do, and you guys are gonna love this, is they're gonna make gin infused gummy bears. <laughs> This is like jello shots, I believe. <laughs> right. I mean. Yeah. So if you want to start your young kids off early exactly, it, to yeah. the college life. Well, I think the next level is what I also saw is they have now like the, they're like t- a scotch Tide Pods. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. I did see and that. And it's like a, like a glassless <laughs> trick. So you just kind of like bite it. That's the future. <laughs> if, if pouring the glass, it just takes too much yeah, time for you, you know? <laughs> My question is what if you're a parent and you mix up the gin gummy bears with the regular ones? Well, that's, you know no, what? I, the, the funny thing is, like, like when when people see that they're like, well, well, ki- parents watch your kids that they get their gummy bears. <laughs> that that gummy bear probably costs like eight dollars. I ain't giving a kid that gummy bear. Yeah. That's for me. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I'm not putting that out for Halloween. <laughs> yeah, but it's it's unbelievable. We had mentioned on our last show about uh, you know about other things that are being infused with liquor. So it's it's kind of weird. I don't know if that's the new trend. But uh, I, yeah, I just say poor liquor and everything. I, I think I think we were talking about a, a a gin company or a whiskey company that was actually putting uh, alcohol into a coffee drink, and I can't remember who it was, but that's what we talked about before. Well, that, no, that, well, the, the Pabst Blue Pabst Ribbon actually has yeah. a, has like a, a coffee. Pabst is that what it is? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, because. Yeah, uh, I, I don't know if this is a trend, and I don't know if you know everybody's going to be in a stupor from eating candy. So I, I came across an interesting infusion over this weekend. I was, okay, we were down in LBI over the weekend, and of course they had the big chowder fest, their big annual chowder fest. Oh yeah. So we went to one uh, ice cream place called the Woohoo, which is one of my favorite <laughs> names, um, and they made clam chowder ice cream. Oh no, no, no! You lost me, John. I, this might be John's last guest appearance. That sounds disgusting. Yeah, it was. How did it taste? Did you taste it? Yeah, ha- oh, we had my, to taste it. Oh I mean, my you got goodness! <laughs> so we tasted it. It's like, well. It's not the worst thing I've had. But really? I, but That's I, not the worst I, thing you've had? I wouldn't seek out a scoop of it. Like. Well, no, they, uh, not only that, but they, I've seen uh, French's mustard ice cream was like- Yeah, I thing could. A couple, yeah, a couple yeah they did. Uh, actually, ago. the one I did actually get was called Bavarian pretzel. Oh, Oof. my goodness. I couldn't do <laughs> it. Salt things on it. I couldn't do it. You tell me, if you say that you have uh, New England clam chowder ice cream- <laughs> I couldn't do it. I'm like, I'm like, I'm actually leaving the event because I can't do it. I mean, I'm actually getting sick just hearing it. Uh, but uh, the funniest part of Iron Chef is when they try to make ice cream in the ice cream, uh, you know, oh, machine. They may. Have, I've seen them trying to make fish ice cream. Yeah, I oh, saw that too. I was just about to mention. So that's hysterical. Uh, Want to thank Aversa PR. We were at a couple of events uh, this over over the last week. Uh, I was attended. Um, uh, Piazza Pod Park uh, down in Northern Liberties. I attended their outstanding Oktoberfest. Mm. It was a great time. They had every, and that's a perfect spot to go, you know, because it's a wide open park, but great, uh, you know, stands of food, sure, restaurants. Sure. And I enjoyed it. And that, if you haven't been to Piazza Pod Park, you have to get down there. Uh, it's right across the street from the Piazza. I had a question on uh, social media. They're like, is it really called Piazza Pod Park? I said, well, it's across from it's the Piazza. So, <laughs> it's, it's so close to the word pizza that I just assumed there was a lot of pizza there. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, that's my answer. I'm not a journalist, <laughs> but that's what my answer because is. Because I'm a lazy reader. I'm just like, oh, there's a pizza park. Let's, let's head there. So <laughs> and, these sausages? And then I want to let everyone know, 116th uh, South 12th Street, Tinsel, ha- is having a Halloween uh, pop-up. And we attended the uh, media event for that, and that's unbelievable. That looks frightening. I mean, there, there, there's like a room with doll heads. Oh, in it, and I, uh... let me tell you, it was amazing. I mean, it was, it was. They went all out, and it's a great spot. I, I couldn't believe. It. And Instagrammable is an understatement. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, uh, 
What we're going to do is we are going to take a commercial break, and we will be back with our guest. For more details and information on what's happening in and around Philly, check out Philly Bite Magazine online at phillybite.com. Or tune in to Dying on a Dime on the My Philly Dish Hour, Tuesdays through Fridays at 11 a.m. right here on IndyPhilly.com. All right. Welcome back, everyone. We have our special guest today. Uh, Steve, uh, let's talk to you. Uh, tell us about your terrific app. And John is a, a master of food, and so is Jim. I think our uh, guests today are going to love it. Tell us about it. Hello? Hello? Can yeah, you hear me? Yeah, hi. How are you? Steve? I'm doing great. Oh, outstanding. I'm yeah, so, I'm here. I'm ex- so excited about telling our listeners about your fantastic app. I'm going to hand the ball off and let you explain it because I really love the idea. Great, thanks. Well, Curie, uh, basically what we try to do is uh, activate your list. You know, everybody has a list of favorite places they go or favorite places they go with kids or dogs or what have you. And the idea is to make and share lists uh, in the app. And then now we have a new feature where you can add pictures and photos and things like that. Um, and the, the idea is to create your own social circles, but also look at some verified experts in there. And it's a different take over other apps where oftentimes they ask for reviews. Reviews are, you know, can be biased and sometimes unnecessarily negative. Uh, star ratings can be fairly inefficient and not effective. And what you really just want to know is, Give me your list. What are your favorite places for cheesesteak? What are your favorite places for Italian? And make that list and share that, and that's what I want to know. And, and so that's simple. We, you know, we try to kind of cut through the clutter and get to that common experience and stay positive and kind of build around the, uh, the social aspect of that exchange. And I'll tell you what, what I love about your app, and tell the people again, what, what is it called, Steve? What is the app? Oh, it's Curie. So C-U-R-E-A-T, it's obviously a play on curation and or the term curious eaters. Uh, so C-U-R-E-A-T, and on the Apple Store or uh, in, in uh, Android, it's uh, Curied App. That's fantastic. And what I love about your app is its positivity. Now, we always bash Yelp on this yes. show. And what basically Steve's doing is he's saying, hey, let's create a community and if Jim Hassan loves a certain type of pizza, he'll put it on his community. And then it, we, it's a positive response. Uh, he also has restaurant pros. I saw Samier from, uh, I believe it's uh, Barkley Prime is a member of his uh, app in Philadelphia. And yeah, hi, Trent. Yep. Mm-hmm. So do you have a question, Jeff? Yeah, I was just thinking. So so if I'm understanding this correctly, so it's kind of like creating like like food playlists, like, you know, you know, is my, is these exactly. It's, we sell, we often say it's a Spotify of restaurants. Gotcha. That's exactly. awesome. And it's all positive. Jim Hassan, yeah. you're always talking about Yelp. Uh, what, what, what are your thoughts? So I'm trying to figure it out, too. Like, So if I say that my favorite pizza place is Coco's, what that app will do will show other people whose favorite pizza place is Coco's as well, that type of situation. Yeah. It's, well, what it does is it shows so, – so we try to identify people that are sort of – experts in the field and and so we call them the curators and so that's available to anybody outside of that then it's it's about creating your network so you can uh, you can go through and find uh people's lists that you don't know and begin to follow them particularly if they're putting pictures and things like that um and then create that network but if you had your list and obviously when someone asks you hey where should i go eat for pizza wherever you're gonna say well what part of town are you in Here's here's my list, and then you can map it, and you know we have all the other sort of bells and whistles you'd expect. You need to get Jim Pappas on that. One. Yeah, right. And here <laughs> here's the thing, you're basically you basically put my experience on the bus on an app because <laughs> that's all I do is I'm like, hey, this is my favorite. <laughs> that's fantastic. That is fantastic. Right. And and you can share. So in the app, you can forward. So if you make your list, rather than keep doing it over and over again or text or do whatever, you could just text it to them or get them to download it and follow you. And, uh, you know, obviously then there's an influencer aspect of that, right, where you're creating your list and, and building your network and having people follow you, and you guys obviously are influencers by what you do. Um, so we'd love to see your list, and, and certainly we can promote that and show that so, so your fans can, can follow that. And, and that's the idea. What, what we always say, you know, because I come from the industry, 
you know, if you're having a bad experience in the restaurant, you should be telling the restaurant that like, give them an opportunity to fix it, we not leaving and going on another app and destroying it. Yeah, we say that all the this, time. This gives you the ability to just, yeah, that's a lot easier. And then just talk about the place you like, you know, the place that's doing a bad job. They'll take care of themselves. You know, they're, yeah. they're going to, you know, they're going to go out of business by themselves. They don't need your help. Um, but, but what does need your help are all the great places that you love because, you know, this app gives them two, three more covers a night. That's the difference between, between them making a profit or not. And, and I should say we focus on independent restaurants. So we have some, you know, kind of smaller chains, but once they are franchised or things like that, we don't put them on the app. We're, we're figuring if you want to find Olive Garden, you, Google's going to be a better job yeah. for that. Plus we're they, we're they, just trying to promote the independent restaurant. Plus, they have they have, they have the PR expertise and, and power. They can they can take care of their own promotion. Exactly, and uh, exactly. I just exactly. Wanna, I want to let our listeners know that we turned down like uh, three guest requests, and then when John Cole and I saw this one, we said we got to get this guy on the show because I love this idea, and it's all positive. And tell them you were telling me something about the struggles with the. With the mainstream, because you want to do something that's all positive. Is that what you said, Steve? Did you have any difficulty? Well, I mean, I, th- I think that, that, yeah, I mean, look, I, I think that that's always a, a challenge. People don't, you know, always understand it, right? Uh, people are used to, are, we've been trained in, in to rate and review things, right? And so when you have something as basic as a list, it's kind of like, what, well, what does that mean? But if you really think about it, if you're a friend, is texting you and say, Hey, I'm coming to Philly. Where should I eat? You're just going to text them a list. You're not texting them the, the rating of each of those restaurants exactly. and the reviews. Most of that's extraneous, right? Absolutely. What I want to know is, Oh, three of my friends like that place. And this chef that's, you know, fairly good likes it. Well, I'm probably going to go eat there. Like that's kind of the information. I mean, when I, and I came to Philly last year and, you know, I had my list and it was based on, you know, people I knew and, I hit it, and I had an amazing time. Yeah, I, I tell you, I love this idea. Yeah, I mean that's that's the biggest issue that I, I have with the sites like Yelp. You know, you'll look at the restaurant, and someone will have five stars, best experience I've ever had in my life. Next person, one star, worst experience I've ever had in my life. Yeah. You know, what do you what, right. do you what do you do with that? <laughs> yeah, what does what does that really even mean? We yeah, yeah it's not the New York Times. You know, the New York Times, <laughs> yeah, the New York Times built. Right, I agree. Uh, they have a common rating. You know, this is just random rating. Yeah. You know, it doesn't mean anything. Yep. And I'll tell you, what I love about it is it's basically what I do on the bus. People ask me, hey, where's the best pizza, blah, 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 and it's on an app. And uh, I went to a toast. I have mentioned this on a on this show a lot of times. Where's the best toast? No, no, no. I went oh, to okay. I went to an event. I went to an event hosted by Toast. <laughs> I went to an event hosted by Toast, oh. and they said that the Yelp is hurting the restaurant industry so badly that there is there promoting for people to get their own apps, the restaurants to get their own apps, and then they can communicate with uh, the restaurant. So uh, what, are, what are your plans coming up, uh, Steve, with the app? Well, I mean, we just really released our next version. You know, we had, you know, our initial launch uh, about a year and a half ago and, and built, you know, learn from our customers. And one of the things they said, well, we love this app. We did, it, it helps us, but we'd love to see photos we might still use yelp or something else because of that photo so we've added that feature and that's the big thing now it's just about having the users come on and understand what it is and begin to post photos and create their list and it's really about just building that community so you know we have, we have good traction um seen a lot of growth in the in the last month alone and hopefully it's you know guys like you that, that help us well we, we have a huge uh, steady hardcore foodie fan base so this is good info i want you to explain and spell the app again so our listeners can uh, check it out. And then, uh, go ahead, Steve. Say it one more time. Sure. It's, it's Cure Eat, C-U-R-E-A-T. Um, and it, the website is Cure Eat app, so C-U-R-E-A-T-A-P-P.com. And there you could, we also have you know some news stories and some features that we begin to run. Uh, and you can also just get the download links off of there. That's fantastic. Now the the photo opportunity we we have mostly iOS users, so we we release it in iOS right now. And so if it's an Android user, they can do everything else. It's just we don't have the photo adding right now. But. Well, Steve, we're so excited about this app. We have a large group of hardcore foodies listening. You just explained how to get it, so uh, I can't thank you enough for being on the show. Thank you. I appreciate the time. Not a problem. Thank you, Steve. All right, take care, guys. Have a great day. Appreciate it. Okay, now this is a cool idea. 
I mean, this is a very cool idea. Uh, we're always bashing Yelp because Yelp is, uh, Jim has said in the past that only one p- person, you know, that you had someone saying something that they weren't going to come to you Grubhouse because of the star rating on Yelp, right? Didn't you say that yeah. last week? I mean, I'll talk about it a little more later. All right, but, cool. Yeah, um, yeah, there needs to be more things like Cure Eat. And things yeah, like I, I agree. I'm excited about the app. Me and John turned down a couple of guest requests, and then when he came in with his guest request, we, we both loved the idea. Yeah, I just, I, I, if I could change anything, well, Yelp first thing would be just remove stars. Yeah. Don't even bother with it. Because it doesn't make, it, it doesn't, doesn't make mean anything. Tell us your experience. That's it. That's all I want to know. And I was cursed at in an email because I used to do stars, and then I thought about it. I said, they're right because <laughs> yeah. it means nothing. Uh, John Howard Fusco is an author, but he also has one of the best blogs ever. Explain about your blog and then talk some into your blog. We have about five minutes. All right. Yeah, so back in 2008, my wife and I started a blog called Eating in South Jersey. Uh, We had come back to South Jersey. I mentioned we lived in North Jersey for a number of years. We came back to South Jersey and found the the food scene had changed a lot since we had last been there. So we decided we wanted to really talk about it, promote it. Um, and similar to, you know, talking about the whole Yelp thing, our, our platform was totally to promote good things and not to use it as a, as a space to bash people. Exactly. I don't feel like. So the, your blog is different from mine. Go ahead. Yeah. I don't, <laughs> I don't bother. My way of looking is like, I don't bother putting negative energy out. There. I agree. There's I agree. plenty of it out there already as it is. I agree. I just have no morals or, or, or uh, <laughs> ethics, but go ahead. But yeah, but I'm, you know, I'm in agreement of if, if you have an issue with a restaurant, let them know at, at the time. Right. I, um, had the was a terrible experience. It was last year a new restaurant opened near where I live and I was really excited about it opening and you know, I'd gotten to know the person who was opening the restaurant and went there, we ate her meal and we were just so disappointed. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I hate when that happens. And, and the person comes over and she's like, it's like, how is it? How is it? And I like it was like tell it was basically telling like your high school girlfriend you're gonna break up with That's it was true, that though. feeling. That's very true. And I was just like I have to be honest, I was disappointed. So we t- we oh. talked about it and and just explained our feelings. But they'd rather hear it that way. Sure. You know, I, then I go I, on Yelp and Yeah, you know. no, I, I had a chef you know, I actually had a chef one time we wrote a, wrote a, a experience about a place and he actually thought that we were actually too nice to him. Oh wow. He actually wanted us to be a little more harsh. How about that? <laughs> so yeah, so our our focus has always been about South Jersey. You know, we go all over from Delaware River down to Cape May, all along the shore and all points in between. Um, you know, I do little segments. We sometimes do little travel segments where we go out of South Jersey. That's I looked at your blog the other day. I love that travel section. We did a we did a we were out in Pittsburgh. We did a section on Pittsburgh. Yeah. Uh, when Italy opened in New York, my wife went to Italy and she spent the day there. They literally had her friends literally drag her out because she didn't want to leave. But what's great about your <laughs> what's great about your blog is that you do travel, you do food, you do you know all kinds of interviews. I saw we do interviews. We we do little interesting things about South Jersey curiosities. You know, I did a little. I did a post about Ong's Hat because I just thought it's just one of my favorite towns that don't exist anymore, but yeah. there's still a road that takes you there, and there's a history about Ong's Hat, which I thought was really cool. And just like your book, your book, you know, yeah. history came out. Yeah, I, I, I dig. I'm kind of like we're New Jersey. So I like little weird stories like that. You sure. know, we did Ong's Hat. I did a story on Bivalve because there's, ten, there's a couple towns down on Delaware Bay, one called Bivalve, one called Shell Pile. Nice. Because that's all the oyster industry was down there and was big for many for many decades. That's awesome. And uh, tell the listeners where where you're located. What's your address? The best way to find it, I, mean, I can give you the address. The best way to find it, just Google eating in South Jersey. It'll come up. And it'll come right up. Yeah, that's yep. what I did actually. I yeah, Google it and find me on Twitter and, and uh, Instagram at eating in S Jersey. That's great. And let me tell you something funny. Uh, John does not put negative energy out. I put tons of negative energy out. It's <laughs> phillyrestaurantreviews.com. I've actually had people refuse to come on the show because of what I wrote about them. <laughs> but I'm just a different kind of uh, egg. Uh, what we're going to do is we're going to go to commercial break. But when we come back, we're going to have the My Philly Dish segment. And I want to give everyone uh, information. Jim Hassan in segment four is going to dig deep into Yelp, which is a perfect show to do it because we just had the the app on. So let's go to commercial. For more details and information on what's happening in and around Philly, check out Philly Bite Magazine online at phillybite.com or tune in to Dying on a Dime on the My Philly Dish Hour, Tuesdays through Fridays at 11 a.m. right here on IndyPhilly.com. All right, Kevin Wilson here from Dining on a Dime with this week's edition of My Philly Dish on Indie Philly Radio, your source for the latest food and beverage news and events in and around the Philadelphia region. 
All right, let's start with Philadelphia Zoo's annual Boo at the Zoo Extravaganza. Mark your calendar and bring the family for three enchanting weekends. Starting October 12th to October 27th, 2019, from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m., put on your favorite costume and set out on a trick-or-treat safari. The first annual Poe Raid Relay Race and Party will take place on Saturday, October 12th, 2019, from noon to 4 p.m. Teams of four people will sport their best Poe costumes and pass the Raven across Northern Liberties from 700 Fairmount to Liberty Lands Park. And just a reminder, between now and October 26th, Morgan's Pier will transform itself into an autumn wonderland, complete with twinkling lights, fall decor, seasonal beers, as well as weekly events and brand new menu items. And finally, Old City District presents the 6th Annual Old City Fest on Sunday, October 13th, 2019, from 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. Along North 3rd Street and Arch Street, Old City Fest is a wonderful celebration of art and design, fashion and food, creativity and culture on the streets of America's most historic square mile in Old City, Philadelphia. I just want to, uh, you know, talk about the Old City Fest. What I do is I go to the festivals, as I have said on social media, I go to the festivals just to try out a restaurant for maybe six to eight bucks that if I went in and sat down, it would cost double. Give you an example. It was Laurel at, on East Passion Avenue. My boss. I tried I tried them out for like eight bucks. And, you know, it's it's not eight bucks if you sit down and you have, you know, the full. Uh, Although now you, he has a book out now called Laurel. Oh. And, and with recipes uh, that you can make what they, you know, what is, you know, like $3,000 at Laurel. Uh, you can make it at home now. <laughs> <laughs> well, he did a heck of a job at the East Pass Young Festival. So, uh, so anyway, this is a great opportunity for you if you're a foodie like us. Look for the festivals. You got the South Street Festival. You got the my favorite one of my favorites is the Italian Market Festival, and you got all kinds of festivals all over the city. And if you go there, you can eat at some of these great restaurants for a lot lower at the festival than you will if you go in and sit down. And this is dining on a dime, and that's been my theory for years. I always Maniunk Festival. I always go out of my way to get there because I can try out the restaurants at. Six to eight bucks instead of if I well, went in. Yeah, that's what restaurant week is all about. Yeah, and if I went in there and I sat down, you know, it would be tripled or double. So Old City Fest is a great, great event. Uh, that's October uh, 13th, next uh, Sunday, and we're off. So <laughs> can, now, can we talk about one of the things that you mentioned? Yeah, well, that's what first we're first was uh, the you know the Philadelphia Zoo now has a beer garden. Yes, and I this is this is my problem. <laughs> my kids are 18 and 22 now. Oh. When they were little, I used to have to endure the zoo sober because <laughs> there was no beer garden, and now all of a sudden they have beer. I just wanted to complain about. Yeah, that, that is that is a right to complain. <laughs> where and was nothing, where was this years ago? Can do about it now, but. <laughs> and if you want to, if you guys want to have some entertainment, if you're you know if you're not doing anything on the weekend, take the 15 bus. And uh, take it out near the zoo. You got these parents screaming at their kids. Oh, wonderful. The one kid was like <laughs> throwing across the. Bus. How cool would it have been to have been had a nice buzz on and then go to the polar bear and then just start you know messing that's a, with it? That's that has to be. And I'm all kidding aside, but does, that has to be. Don't you think, John? A, a concern. I mean, I would have to think they would have thought about this long and hard before they decide to do this. Right. Yeah. There's got to be a lot of stipulations as far as you know. <laughs> <laughs> the How, lady in the news this week that she got into the, yeah. the oh my goodness. cage and was taunting the line. That's that's the result of beer garden. <laughs> now I'm sure zoo, I'm sh- I'm sure she was liquored up. I'm just up. being jealous. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm sure she was liquored up. Could you imagine if, if she had the couple beers in her? Uh, that is crazy. And uh, <laughs> I'd have been riding an elephant out of there. <laughs> <laughs> now, just for full disclosure, I did not read the script. <laughs> You know, I, I I just read it. And hey, Kevin, are there any uh, ethnic restaurants no. uh, that you'd like to mention? <laughs> and Jim, <laughs> Jim is that's a funny. Jim is referring to last week's episode had a lot of uh, <laughs> Latino words that I 
totally butchered. My friends in the Latino community have nothing but busted on me about it all week. I'm still. I mean, I've been a chef for a while. I'm still not sure if it's faux or fa or, or you know. So the one thing that hit me, and because I'm a journalist, I read the script before I read it. Not so. The one thing that stuck out for me, uh, John, you might. Uh, what are your thoughts of this? There's a Poe Raid relay. Uh, race. Yeah, so I'm, I'm thinking it. So, so if I'm imagining this correctly, so you, you, everyone has to dress up as Edgar Allan Poe. Is, is this uh, is this the idea? I don't know, but they're gonna put on. <laughs> oh yeah, they're gonna put on their favorite. Uh, let me see. Yeah, the best Poe costume. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, so I'm, I'm seeing like dozens and dozens of Edgar Allan Poes <laughs> running around. <laughs> and they're going to. This is a great idea, and they're going to uh, pass a raven across Northern Liberties. That's fantastic. Now, the only thing would be better with this would be happening in Baltimore. That's just because that's where it was. <laughs> right. Yeah, where right. Lived. But yeah. I mean, sure, okay, Philadelphia's close enough. I'm just, I'm just imagining a bunch of Edgar Allan Poe's running around passing a raven. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, one quick thing: the law department has uh, sent me a note. Uh, those. The foodie news I was given was from Delish.com. That is not my foodie news. That is Delish. Uh, John, let's talk about uh, some of the topics you have in your blog. So let's see. Let's see where we've been recently. So um, I recently was down in Cape Mary. I actually did a book signing. Nice. Um, at one of the festivals down there. And I finally got to stop at a place I've been wanting to go to since they opened last year called Exit Zero Filling Station. So... A little background. Okay, so Exit Zero is a publishing company that was started by a man named Jack Wright, who was from, actually from Ireland and came over to the U.S. He started his publishing company years ago, publishes a little great books about Cape May, publishes, and now he has clothes and all different doodads about Cape May. He was missing curry houses that he used to have back in the U.K. He wanted a curry house, so he opened this place called Exit Zero Cookhouse. And it was Indian-style food, and it, Cape May had nothing like this. So it surprised <laughs> everyone. Everyone loved it. He decides to close it, and right across the street there was this old gas station that was going under. He took this gas station, he turned it into a restaurant, but it's still a gas station. It's a full operational gas station. <laughs> it has a restaurant, it has a bar, it has a gift shop. Some of our best food <laughs> around is, is at gas stations. Yeah, yeah and uh, real quick, uh, there used to be a gas station up in uh, the suburbs that was, they were on our show. So if you go to wildfireradio.com, Search for Dining on a Dime. It was three crazy chicks or something, but they were on a prior episode, and they did very well. It was homemade food. They're no longer in business, but they used to do very well. Yeah. Royal, Royal Farms does great chickens. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. So so it's a it's this fabulous place. So I finally got to go for lunch there, and they do fabulous burgers. But the thing I wanted to mention, I mentioned on, on the post, was they do something called Kraken Wings. <laughs> Good. They release the Kraken. So. Uh, okay, I thought you meant like crack and <laughs> wings, and I was a little concerned. Yeah, was, we were concerned for John. For well, I was concerned when they brought them out, and they came out, the sauce was black. It was like mm. jet black. I'm like, is this all right? Yeah, what did they add? <laughs> but evidently, they used a lot of Indian spices, and the reason why they get the name Kraken is they used the Kraken vodka in the oh, sauce. Oh, okay. Very spicy. Not, not too spicy, but very spicy, but very, very good. And then they do a, they do a play on um, disco fries called Indian disco fries, where instead of gravy, it's curry. So it's curry ah, and cheese. Okay, it's really good. That sounds good. That oh, was awesome. <laughs> that sounds really good. So I enjoyed there. And then on the way back, I stopped at a place called Spill the Wine, which is a new wine bar that opened in Wildwood. Okay. Um, woman who opened it, she's uh, she's a school teacher. She loves her job. She's retiring in six years. She's like, this is this is my retirement. So she's opened this place up in Wildwood. It's not. Um, it's not overly poser. It's not overly um, snobbish. It's very, very down to earth. The price point of the bottles are one like twelve to sixteen dollars. So it's not, it's not intimidating. Yeah. You just want to go and enjoy a glass of wine. It's a nice little place. How about that? That's yeah. fascinating. And uh, you're going to do Yelp in segment four. So we got five minutes left in this segment. You're going to be talking about Yelp. Uh, I want to throw this out to the panel. Uh, this is an interesting story. I, I read from Delish.com, legal department, Delish.com, uh, Weight Watchers has released an app, and I'm serious about this, this is not a joke. Weight Watchers has released an app that allows kids to track what they eat, uh, you know, like a, like a food lock. Right. And people are going bonkers about it because they think it's going to cause the child uh, to have eating disorders. I'm 50-50 on that. What do you think, John? Uh, just then we'll ask the chef who's yeah, around food all day. Just initial hearing, I 
It's an app. The kids can I track think, what they eat. Yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm not crazy about it. People, I think. people are saying that it could cause eating disorders at a young age. I th- I think it's I think it could make eating you know Obs- they could get in a their little head. bit more obsessive than than that really needs needs to be at that age. Right, and yeah. I think it's because of the child obesity stuff. What do you think, Chef? I think I mean I think that we are the fattest we've ever been. Yeah, <laughs> and, and and you can see it, and uh, I, I I kind of agree with with John that. Uh, I don't think a child should be focusing on that part of it. I mean, that's maybe the parent's job. To right, exactly. The yeah. parents, you know, until this kid gets a job, <laughs> the parents are controlling the income yes, and the money. They're, they're controlling what's, and, being, and what's being, being served. served and, yeah, where they're so, going to eat and, and things like that. So I understand the outrage because, hey, that kid don't get nothing unless I give them the, the resources or the money. So I think you can control it yourself, right? Yeah, absolutely. I think we have to work better on making good good food more affordable well from from a guy from a guy who weighed 420 pounds and uh, during high school i want to say i believe that will cause some kind of mental uh disassociation between food and uh so you think it wouldn't have helped you it would not have helped me i think i would have ate more because i'm like they're restricting the stuff i'm eating let me go get a pizza you know what i mean i really believe that and i was 400 pounds in high school i was 705 pounds in 2003, and I lost uh, 500 on my own. And full disclosure, I lost 500 pounds on my own by counting, by tracking what I ate. Oh, you lost a basketball team. Yeah, I did. I did lose a basketball. <laughs> but the, but this, the the point I'm trying to make is counting calories works. Does counting calories work for a 10 year old? I don't know. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I just think that could cause them early, you know, uh, problems. Now let's go from people trying to be healthy. To guys like me who are not healthy, uh, Totino's has a new snack mix that contains pizza rolls, mozzarella sticks, and cheesy marinara bites, all in the same bag. You have to love that. Yeah, no, I, I actually that I have no problem with because you know people are if if you if you're choosing that and you and you know what you're getting into. Yeah, I have no problem with that. You know. Yeah. I, I'm consciously eating that. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think, Chef? I think if you are microwaving Totina's pizza rolls, you're a monster. <laughs> you, need to, you need to put them in the oven. <laughs> and the other stuff is fine. I don't know exactly what they're I actually, putting in with it. But. I actually had a, a, a pizza from a local pizza place that um, they had uh, chicken cutlets, mozzarella sticks, and garlic knots right. all on the pizza. That's uh, Domino's. We just reported we, um, that. Yeah. A, a friend of ours actually named the pizza for them and won a contest. <laughs> it's called Knott's Landing. Ah, <laughs> I love it. I love it. We love it because we're over 40. Right, exactly. <laughs> yeah, right. Because we get the reference. Yeah. <laughs> if you were to tell a 15-year-old, they'd be like, like what? what? <laughs> That's hysterical. Uh, that is funny. And, uh, me- and here's why, and we're, we're not Fox News, but we're going to talk about the deep state right now. Uh-oh. It's... Amazon is quietly testing a food payment system that scans your hand. They basically injected or something. No, no, no. They basically have technology that will have the ability to access your hand shape and then charge your credit card based upon your hand shape. Yeah, that's shape. not creepy at all. No, <laughs> I thought putting, and here's me, I'm a conspiracy theorist, so I'm like, they're taking over the world. You know what I mean? I'm looking at my, uh, I'm looking at my clothes in the morning looking for Amazon. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously. Look at your phone because that's where it's. Yeah, exactly. But, and in, 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 in the interesting thing, and I can tell you this for a fact, and I have looked online for certain items, and they appear on my Facebook timeline. I, I once, oh, yeah. I, I once went to a liquor store and bought whiskey, paid in cash, didn't say a word. <laughs> and when I got home, the first Facebook ad was for whiskey. Oh <laughs> no, really? How did you it know? It knew where I was and it knew what I was buying. <laughs> That's bizarre. But but let's get back into the deep state. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was looking for web services uh, to host my website. And somebody told me about Bluehost, who I've never heard of mm-hmm. in my life. I received ads on my Facebook timeline for literally a month advertising it. So I know there's a deep state. I don't get <laughs> Oh, yeah, without a doubt. You know yeah. what I mean? But it is just bizarre. And I went—this is a funny story, too. I used to do security 
and I used to stop shoplifters, right? And I'm in an Amazon store. And uh, what's the thing where you throw the stuff in the bag and you just walk out because they charge your, uh, I forget what the shopping's called, but they charge your Amazon account. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I didn't know that. So I'm tipping off the security guy. Yeah. And he's like, are you serious? <laughs> he thought I was putting them on. I didn't know. I didn't. Yeah, but they were just, yeah, the whole ad thing is like, I'll, I'll never look up men's spanks again. <laughs> no, I regret but, it. But it's the Amazon, uh, it's the cashier free or whatever they yep. got where you just throw it in the bag and you walk out. I didn't know. So I'm tipping off the security guy. I said, hey, pal, just so you know, that woman just left. <laughs> and he says, oh, you're putting me on. Who sent you in here? I'm like, no, I didn't know. You know? All right, we're going to go to commercial. And then when we come back, Chef Jim Hassan is going to rave and, and, and storm about Yelp. Uh, let's go to commercial. You can follow Dining on a Dime on Facebook at Facebook.com. That's uh, forward slash Dining on a Dime, the number one. On Twitter, at Dining on a Dime, the number one. Instagram, KJW1972. And for sponsorship opportunities, starting as low as $200 per episode, email us at diningonadime at yahoo.com. So I figured uh, you know, the week that John Cole isn't here, I would uh, confess this. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> the confession is I, I used to be Yelp Elite. <laughs> and uh, I was a when it, Yelp first started. I didn't even know what it was. I actually, when somebody mentioned, you know, you should get on Yelp, I'm like, was well, that an app where somebody stepped on a dog's tail, or <laughs> like, what is that all about? Um, they said, no, it's you know, you can like write, you like to write, so you can write reviews, and like you like to tell your opinion, so it's great. So and, and I did, I you know, I I, I enjoyed. I thought it was cool. I, I I did it at first, and I really have no negative. Uh, outcome from having been Yelp Elite. I mean, it was just I didn't have to pay anything, and we would get invited to parties. <laughs> yeah, and, why not? And yeah. That's how I went to Hugo Frog, the one, uh, the, the Frog uh, House guess, episode the, fifty. Yeah. Our, our yeah. Guest last week. Um, so, uh, having said that, I, I have been on both sides. So I'm also, you know, a chef, and I work at restaurants, and and there is a definite like divide between you know most people in the restaurant industry hate Yelpers, <laughs> and. Uh, and you know, and, and especially now, like you know, we find out with the you know the um, what is it, Curie that we talked about today. Yes. There's there's other things, and, and you know, our our own uh, traveling uh, podcast that we're that we're that we're trying to do. So sure. There's, there's there's competition now for Yelp. For a while, Yelp was kind of like the only game in well, town. Well, now people are coming up with ways. Yeah. And people are people are coming around. And so I, I kind of wanted to like bridge the gap between. Uh, yelping and then you know the restaurant people and try to give people tips on the uh, on how to use Yelp sure, if they're going to use it um, I guess the first thing I want to say is don't review if you got a gr- if you got takeout or grub up don't review the restaurant mm. I agree mm-hmm. and you had pointed out to me that Grubhub and I'm a fan of Grubhub but Grubhub reviews are mostly for delivery uh, the bad reviews, on right? Your, yeah. yeah. So if if you if you if and especially like I work at a breakfast place, like I don't even know why people are <laughs> taking out. <laughs> what are your, what do your over easy eggs look like by the time they you're, get to you? Really? <laughs> yeah, you're right. So I mean, if you uh, you can't really judge a restaurant based on like what you got in your box because you don't know what I mean. There's a there's a time frame, and even if even if we got the food out hot right away and they took it right away and got it, it's to never going right to be. It's, it's never going to be the same. It's, it's never going to be. It's not going to be the same experience, and and I hear that's only the, the the best scenario. The, the worst scenario is like they you know they they drop the bag when they're yeah. waiting. You know, so and you, please don't review based on <laughs> delivery. Delivery. Yeah, I agree. Um, second thing is. Review on what the place is, what it not what the place is not, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and and by that I mean so we're a breakfast and lunch place, and you're gonna in part of your review you <laughs> say, well I'm taking off a star because I couldn't get dinner. <laughs> no, that's not why you're there. Uh, you're, I mean, review us for what we are. If, if we fail at the breakfast, you go ahead and review that. You know, but don't don't take off a star because and again the star situation because uh, of their hopes. Yeah, that's true though. That's very it's, true. Yeah, I mean, it, I think I think too many people, you know, they just want to get all the information out there, and you know, and then there's also people who take off uh, stars for like outside influence, like, and and I think John Cole talked about that the parking thing. I think parking should be mentioned, right? And you know, I think 
to, for the overall experience, but like sometimes people, you know, and, and people have to remember that, that are reviewing, there's people that are putting their heart, soul, mm -hmm. blood, right. money yes, into these yeah, businesses, yep. and then you're just going to like sashay yeah. in. And, and, and can and we talk about what John said, What uh, his opinion on Yelp e-leaders? <laughs> Our Brett Z, that, you know, yeah, I, yeah. I, I, did you? That's why I did that when he's, I, he's not here. I laid in bed with Brett Z. Not, yeah. <laughs> actually, but. but he said that if there was a what was it, a mass death or something, he wishes the Yelpie leaders would go first. <laughs> <laughs> he like wished death on them. <laughs> I was just cracking up when I, I heard do, that. And I, and I still kind of like I'm in those groups where I, I, I see what they're doing. And, they're, and this is this is not for the regular. And person. then he says, "Jim, you're a grown man. You shouldn't be talking yeah. like that. <laughs> Y'all be lead. <laughs> this is not for the regular. But what happens is, uh, you know, and, and Yelp, it's it's a, it's a hard situation. And I know the uh, the head of the Yelp uh, community in Philadelphia, uh, Michelle. She's a lovely person. It's, she has a difficult job because in order for like something like that to grow, you need advertising. Oh but, yeah. But then it's it's kind of like a conflict of interest mm -hmm. because with the advertising, like you're advertising places that are being reviewed, and then you know you have to like solicit things, and it's just, yep. it's a difficult. I wouldn't want her job. Right. Exactly. And we had a famous chef in Philadelphia who went on uh, Twitter and said, "Hey, I'm trying to legitimately solve a problem, and all Yelp is doing is trying to sell me something. He right. said, I have a problem yeah, trying to resolve it. They're not really mm -hmm. good at, like, and, and, and I know that Michelle's hands are tied as far as the Yeah, Yelp I mean, that's group, just a business model. It, yeah. it's, it, it's just hard. And I know that and what, what happens is, like, they, they to, uh, for a business to promote itself, they'll do, like, a free Yelp event for elites, and then, like, there'll be a, 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 a review for that event, and then... People want to bat. Like I remember going to one and and somebody did a bad review because they had to wait for their free wine. Mm, I'm like, there I were, hate there were that. like 300 Yelpers like descending yeah. on this bar. Yeah, and I you're totally gonna give agree. it a bad review because you had to wait for wine. And they were yeah. comping them. Yeah, yeah. I, if, I if you're if you, and that's this in general for you know Yelpers, bloggers, whatever platform you're doing, if you're being invited to an event. Don't turn around and bash them. Yeah, online. I mean, and, and those people <laughs> are getting complimentary stuff. Exactly. I mean, if, if you have an issue, again, that's one where you approach the, the PR person with the restaurant and stuff and say, hey, look, you know, I went to this event. This is what this is my experience. And they'd rather hear it that way, especially if they're just opening. They'll know, OK, I, we need to work on this. And there's a counter to that, because what happened was I was at a uh, I was, you know, because I like to get to the new restaurants as soon as possible. And I'm reading. Uh, like 10 Yelp reviews, and they're all overly positive. And oh, I'm yeah, like, yeah. well, it was because they had a friends and family night where they fed everybody for free, and those reviews were coming from that. Yeah, and you kind of have to weed. I know, yeah. like, how I use Yelp, and, and, and it has a good logarithm where when I look at a review of something, it'll show me who I'm friends with first. Exactly. And I discount mm -hmm. just about everybody else. <laughs> right, no, I agree. Because I think, I mean, honestly, like 80% of the people that are Yelping have no business with an opinion. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. About anything. And, and, and by all means, please don't go into a restaurant saying that you're a Yelper or you're a blogger and demand a meal, <laughs> oh, a free meal. Oh, please, oh, please don't do that. Oh, you Absolutely got me. Not. You got my blood please boiling. Please don't do that. Let me tell you why my blood's boiling. I used to do this show started as a seven minute segment on ESPN radio every Saturday. And I would go to the restaurant and I would interview them live on the air on Joe's table for two. And I brought that segment into the this is how this show started. I went to, I can't tell you. I went to so many restaurants. I uh, did the interview, and they're like, oh, stay for a meal. I'd be like, no, because I don't want people thinking I picked you because I get, got a free meal. And I can't tell you how many of those restaurants said to me, Kevin, there is some chick <laughs> coming in here saying that she's popular on Instagram and demanding that we give her nope, free food. Don't, don't yeah. do it. Just do not do it. And, and let me tell you, I was shocked as to how many restaurants, because I would say no to the meal because I didn't want people thinking that I picked them because I got a free meal. So I would just deny the meal, and then I would get the counter, uh, you know, the counter uh, opinion from them. Just so you know, Kevin, there's a chick running around saying that she's popular on Instagram and she wants us to, and she demands that she gets fed. You're don't, so right, don't, John. Don't hold restaurants for ransom like that. That's no, ridiculous. Absolutely. It's so unfair. It's so unfair because I know I can see the restaurant side saying, well, if we don't do it, they may go bash us. So we exactly. Do like, don't do that. That's that's just, it's so despicable. And <laughs> I did research. I did research for the show, and Instagram is like the least impactful uh, 
social media it's, platform. It's one of those words that that's like it's Nick Nails in the chalkboard for now is Instagrammable. It's not like that word. <laughs> <laughs> and you also, and just so an inside joke, uh, this show purposely says hidden gems because John can't stand. Oh, I hate that word. <laughs> yeah. yeah this this is why I don't like about hidden. Uh, uh, right, uh, it's telling. It's finally the most for me to rant about why I don't like the word hidden gem. Yeah, John. Uh, which is which is probably the if you looked up like the the most used phrase on. It is. It is. Sure. Would be hidden gem. If you walk into a restaurant and there are people eating there already. It's not a hidden gem. People know about it. Just because you don't know about it doesn't mean that you know about it. If you walk into a restaurant and the chef and the waitstaff run up to you and give you a big hug and say, oh, my God, thank God you showed up because we don't have to close. Okay, you want to call that a hidden gem? That's fine. <laughs> but we on the show, me and John purposely would use the word hidden gem because we know I just, how. I just hate that. Just because, you, just because you didn't know it doesn't mean it. <laughs> yeah, Jim. So I think what it all comes down to, because I just recently had, and one of the reasons I wanted to talk about this today is because I had an, not an argument but a discussion with somebody and they, they wanted to bash a place. And I, I kind of talked them down, and 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 what I ended up and her thing was that I'm just you know I'm just being honest. I'm just being honest. Yeah, well, they always say that. You know what? If I if, if if a guy's walking down the street and I, I go, Yo, buddy, you could stand to lose some weight. <laughs> I'm being honest. <laughs> I am maybe I have his best interests at heart. <laughs> But is that do we don't do that in polite society? <laughs> That's true. Right, exactly. No, you're right. There's a way. There is a way to handle that. There's a way to handle that. <laughs> and, and I think if people have that mindset going into Yelp and, and reviewing and, and think about people that are behind the scenes and, and you know that they're supporting a family sure. in the restaurant, I think maybe things would be different. Yeah, yeah. You know, like I talked about, like the earlier, I mentioned that that, that restaurant I went to where I was really disappointed. I know how much effort went into putting that place. I mean, they worked in that place for months, absolutely, and months. So for me to turn around and go and bash them online would have been awful. But at the same time, I wanted to be honest with them and say, "Look, this, you know, this is what this is what our experience was." So I want to. I'm trying to help you. Right. That, sure. it's, it's a difference between constructive criticism <laughs> and being a jerk. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's true. That's a very good point. And I just have to tell this story. I'm sorry, but I was in a restaurant that was promoted by Wildfire Ray. <laughs> but anyway, I was in a restaurant and I wanted to try them out. They were on one of the shows here and I went out of my way, went down to South Philly, tried them out and my meatballs were raw. <laughs> and I didn't know what to do. Now I didn't I ate mm -hmm. it. You know what I mean? I there's no shame in my game. I yeah. ate the meatball sandwich. What, but what's I, your tapeworm's name? <laughs> <laughs> but here's the thing. The reason I'm telling this story is I politely took the totally raw meat and I put it on the plate so that when they picked up the plate, they saw that the meatballs might need to be done more. I'm hoping they found it. <laughs> I'll I'm tell us real, real quick. I'll tell a story. This, uh, you know McDonald's now, you can order by kiosk, and then they bring mm -hmm. the food yes. out to you. So yeah. I took my daughter to, to a McDonald's. She likes to go, and they brought the food out. And then about 10 minutes later, the woman comes back. She's like, so how was your meal? I, I had a dilemma. I didn't know how to answer it because I want to say, well, you know, I mean, it's, this is all well and good, but like it's still crappy McDonald's. Right. <laughs> There's only a, a, a peak of what you can say about it. You're, you're still at level one. <laughs> no matter if I liked I was, it or not. I, I would have been like, so for McDonald's, it's excellent. <laughs> I was conflicted. I didn't know what to do. But that's a great point. That's a great point because it's so mainstream. You, you don't really think about how good McDonald's is. You know, so it is kind of uh, – that's interesting because I've never – rated McDonald's because it's McDonald's. I was just like, it's a it cheeseburger. It is what it is. Yeah, People go there because they know exactly what they're going to get. Yeah, Absolutely. That's right. That's pretty much it. Okay, let's close it up with, I want to tell everybody, phillyrestaurantreviews.com. Uh, if you have friends and family outside of the state of Pennsylvania or even inside, some people want to know where cheesesteak places are or hoagie places are. Uh, just go click on the audio food tour. And I want to let everyone know, I tried out the payment system. And I was like a, a cheerleader. I was so happy because I paid for my show, uh, episode 12, the Reading Terminal show. I paid for it. It literally was in my email inbox within seconds, not minutes, not hours, within seconds. And then when I got to the email system, me, who created the system, did not know that you can uh, listen. To, you can put it on five different listening devices. So the checkout was fast and easy. The whole process took 30 seconds. The show was sent to my email. It said, uh, you know, I click buy now. I put my credit uh, debit card numbers in. Boom. It was right in the email. I had to press one button to get it onto my phone. And then it says you have four, you know, listens left. So if I have a family of five, I can take it to my, you know, to my son or daughter or whatever and have them download it. You know, uh, and so it's really simple. 
Then I was like, well, the credit, credit debit uh, section is too easy. So I said, let me try the PayPal because we also accept PayPal. And I'm thinking there has to be a glitch here. You know what I mean? So I'm actually looking for, you know, problems. Went through PayPal. Boom, boom, boom. PayPal was even quicker. Uh, what will happen is you press the Buy Now button. You put in your payment information. It's sent to your email within seconds. And then in the email, it's one button. So even if Grandpop wants to get involved and he doesn't understand the Internet, he could do it. He just presses one button. It goes right onto your phone or laptop. And uh, you can use it for five different people for five bucks. So if you want to know where the real uh, best restaurants are in Philadelphia, we covered cheesesteaks, we covered hoagies, we covered every tourist attraction in the entire city. Five bucks instead of 40, family of five is saving the average of $195. That's at phillyrestaurantreviews.com. If you have friends or family coming into the city, you're going to hear me do nothing but talk about this system, especially that I tried it out on both payment systems, and it was beautiful. Uh, Jim Hassan, Grillmaster at Grubhouse Philly, thank you. John Howard Fusco, Culinary Travels at Cape May, one of the greatest books in, in the history of mankind. Edgar Allan Poe came up to me, he emailed me, he said, How? I thought I was the great. No, no, John Fusco. There's going to be a, a festival where everybody's dressed as John Fusco. Oh, someday. and that's going to be weird. And <laughs> keep, keep, <laughs> All right, before we go, before we wrap it up, I just want to let everyone know that because our business plan is complete and everything's on phillyrestaurantreviews.com, uh, we are only going to do two shows a month because we have accomplished our business goals. Next show is going to be October 27th. We will see you then. Have a great week. For more details and information on what's happening in and around Philly, check out Philly Bite Magazine online at phillybite.com. Or tune in to Dying on a Dime on the My Philly Dish Hour, Tuesdays through Fridays at 11 a.m. right here on IndyPhilly.com.